Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome everyone to Beyond Surviving, the safe space for survivors of childhood sexual abuse to receive support, resources, and share their stories. Beyond Surviving is about freedom, healing, connection, and even laughter and fun. Most importantly, it's about letting go of the pain of abuse and finally moving on. I'm Rachel Grant, and for those of you who don't yet know me, I've been a sexual abuse recovery coach since 2007, and I'm the author of Beyond Surviving, the final stage of recovery from sexual abuse. You can learn more about me and the Beyond Surviving program at rachelgrantcoaching.com. Now, everybody listening, if you have been following the podcast this year, you know that every month I have been highlighting a Beyond Surviving graduate. And as we come into this final month of 2021, I cannot think of a better person to wrap up this series with than Helen Klebeck. She is going to be here sharing with us about her journey to Beyond Surviving and becoming a voice for change. When I first met her, she was in such a beautiful place in her life and doing so many wonderful, marvelous things and was ready to really take things up to the next level. It was such a joy to walk alongside her. And now Helen helps high level entrepreneurs, artists and activists who go against the grain, articulate and spread their disruptive stories effectively and impactfully. She has created the Lives Disrupted Agency to enhance the personal brand of the next generation of leaders and influencers and recreate their messages from an authentic and meaningful standpoint so they can get their stories in front of the right audience. She graduated from the Beyond Surviving program in October 2019, and it is such a joy to be here today 
Ellen, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you for this beautiful introduction. Really appreciate you. <laughs> Absolutely. So my goodness, you know, when we uh, decided to reconnect and to do um, this podcast together, I was really thrilled that you threw your hat in the ring um, for this opportunity, because I know that you are somebody who really cares so very much about being out in the world and helping people find their voices. And it's been, you know, part of your own journey has been that. And with that, with sharing whatever you want to share with our audience so they can just get to know you a little bit, you know, there was a very particular moment in your life where you made the decision that you were going to take some steps to really overcome the abuse that you experienced. Maybe you can talk a little bit with us about that and what really shifted and changed once you made up your mind that you were going to do that. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like, there's so much to say on this topic. Um, I would start by saying that when I decided to take steps, um, actually, I didn't really, I, I didn't remember my abuse at that time. I just realized after seeing um, an interview with you um, back then that I, re I could relate to everything you were describing when it came to uh, the consequences of an abuse in someone's life. And I was like, all those things are happening to me all the time. Like, this is me that you're describing, like the survivor of an abuse. However, I couldn't pinpoint anything specific that had happened in my life. And that's what's really interesting because further down the line, I realized that I had put everything into my unconscious. You know, mm -hmm. the trauma yeah. was so uh, big for me that I, I chose to forget about it and move forward. However, it had still impacted me deeply because I couldn't set my boundaries. I couldn't, um, you know, like share my voice. I couldn't communicate my needs. Uh, I couldn't say no very well. Um, it had impacted my relationships with men, mainly, you know, in business, uh, in private and so on. And um, anyways, I, I couldn't really understand why I was experiencing that, but I still knew that um, it was really important for me to start taking action and, and change my behavioral patterns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing that piece because I think for anybody who's listening who identifies with that, I hope it, it helps to reassure you that this can be a very normal part of the healing journey that you may not necessarily have very clear, specific memories. Um, but yet, as you listen and think about the way that you're showing up in your world or the challenges that you're experiencing, um, what's happening for you in your day to day, it's like, oh, all of that like is lining up with the symptoms and the outcomes of abuse. And the good news is, is that we don't have to necessarily try to recall all of those memories in order to heal. And that was a big part of our journey together was just working with what you were experiencing and every once in a while being able to touch upon origins, but mostly just kind of shifting things from the perspective of what's going on right now and what do we need to do differently. 
And so as you took on that journey, what are some of the things that you um, have really noticed has most really changed as a result of that healing work that you've done? Mm. So, you know, bringing awareness to the problem and accepting it and realizing that this is not normal um, was really, you know, big for me. And then being able to talk to someone who has experienced something similar, who understands and who has overcome it, uh, then it actually shows you that it's possible to change. You don't have to stay in the loop and make the same mistakes, so to speak, all the time. Like It's possible to step out of that. And what's interesting is that, you know, in the work that I do, I showcase people that have overcome transformations, but I never really looked at my own life you know I never really yeah um was you know like spending time and effort um looking inside and realizing that I can also transform myself at such a deep level um so that was really beautiful to to take some time to do that and um what has changed is I would say more confidence, uh, more confidence to, you know, put myself out there and share my own story. Uh, because like I said, I've spent so much time sharing the stories of others and realizing that I can also help other women. Uh, I can also be a voice for change, like you said earlier. And that's, that's what I want as well. Yeah. Because I think we experience, you know, uh, painful situations sometimes you know, we, I wouldn't say for a reason, but I would say that why not make the most out of it? You know, whatever happened, happened, and why not use that for the good? Hell yeah. <laughs> why not? <laughs> I mean, we experienced it. We can either suffer because of it. Or we can learn, heal, grow, and become our our better self as a result of those experiences. Yeah. And that's a process. And but I think it's part of that healing process is letting pain become purpose. And you certainly yeah. are doing that out in the world. And I think one of the things that we talked a lot about in our our work together was just how to show up in the world in a way that was really empowered. You know, the industry that you're in, the circles that you run, you know, you're up against uh, a lot (laughs) when it comes to being a woman in that industry, in the world of, I mean, how would you name your industry? I always think of it as like publication and kind of media. Is that the way that you think of it as well? Yeah, Yeah. that's media. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, um, for you, what difference has that really made? Like being able to own your story, feeling more empowered, feeling more confident, you know, as you run into maybe some of the things that you run into in your day to day. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about that. Um, yeah, it's a really good question. Um, as a part of my job, I need to hold space for people as they um, talk about, they walk through their journey. You know, they talk about um, very vulnerable and authentic moments that they have experienced. And some of them, I would say most of them are people that I've just met. You know, um, it's either complete 
strangers or people who already have a voice in the media, who already have, you know, uh, some sort of authority and influence. So it's all about making people feel comfortable um, sharing parts of themselves that they have slipped under the rug mm. um, most of the times and that they associated with guilt and shame and help them understand that this is essential to their journey. This is essential to their identity, you know. Um, so I would say that me being confident with my own story, of course, you know, me being able to embody that Mm. Um, is definitely um, important when it comes to my own credibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was mandatory for me to, you know, like walk walk the talk basically. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I love that. And just being able to walk into those meetings or walk into those, you know, um, communities with your, you know, your sense of self really solid. A lot of that anxiety, I remember talking about that, um, you know, your anxiety kind of spiking at times. And I think we all go through that when we've experienced trauma, that those moments of insecurity. And so how beautiful that you've really been able to shift that energy for yourself. Yeah. And, you know, there's really this thing where um, we all have some sort of sexual energy, which is in, in actuality or life force. Um, and when it is distorted my my perspective my understanding is that it can uh, disturb your relationship in the sense that they feel that something is not fully um, healed Mm. and so people even sometimes unconsciously can take advantage of that or get attracted to that and so what was happening to me um, also in my business uh, interaction sometimes would be that um, there would be this sort of, you know, sexual tension that I didn't want to have or I would, um, I would be bullied for um, being sen- like naturally sensual, mm-hmm. you know, um, unwantedly. And I think that's the biggest uh, issue that I had to face and I had to navigate uh, back then because I, I didn't understand why that kept on happening. Mm-hmm. And that's because I couldn't really set my boundaries and that's because I didn't have that confidence and I, I wasn't able to communicate clearly why I was there and what I wanted. and. And that my goal was to um, move forward in the business relationship. And all of a sudden, the person is asking me on a date. And it's just, like, really confusing and really strange. Right. Um, so that happened many times. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, I really had to start working on that to, to move forward, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and isn't that interesting? Because, you know, one of the things we talk about a lot is that, you know, we – a lot of times survivors have this idea that we're like drawing in people to abuse us. And what's really happening is that people who want to push boundaries and be abusive are going to just test limits with whoever is in front of them. And what we have to be able to do is exactly what you just said, set the boundary. Because I'm guessing that you're still running into that here and there, that it still comes up, but you respond to it in a wholly different way today than you did before. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And, um, you know, I talked about this also with other uh, female entrepreneurs or other women that, you know, have a lot of uh, face-to-face interactions with men. And uh, mm-hmm. I wrote about it. And it's really something that I had to reflect on for a long time to realize that, um, yes, uh, it is something that can easily be changed. You just need to have the tools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And personally, you know, work um working with you uh also shed the light on all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely remember those conversations. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> did what? Oh man, yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah it's a tough, it's a tough industry. It's a tough place to be in. You know, being a working woman in any industry, you can run into misogyny, people pushing boundaries, these sorts of things. So being really embodied, almost coming right back to that place where you were starting from, right? Being embodied, being settled, being confident, and really having, I think, exactly what we, what you just named there, like that toolkit, which you and I worked on, you know, a lot. Like, how do you respond? What do you say? What are those communication strategies? How do you set things up in the beginning, you know, to potentially minimize and reduce the risk? Um, and I'm so glad that you're just, you know, out there, badass and bold and, you know, <laughs> taking the world by storm. Um, absolutely. And I'm sorry, I think it's important for any man or woman to, to really learn those, you know, interactive skills with others if they yeah. have experienced any sort of trauma, because what I realized was that this was preventing me from um, living my truth and this was preventing me from living in alignment and pursuing my passion because I wasn't feeling good enough to do that you know Um, and and that's why for me it's crucial if you want to live fully you know like your life then we have to look into those little dark sides of us, we have to acknowledge them, look at them, and and, and forgive and move mm. on, you know, and really yeah. move on. And like the way that you do it, um, w- which is really what I like, with the, the fact that you don't stop there. It's about the next chapter of people's lives. It's not about oh, now I realize that I was this victim and now I'm going to use that to my advantage and I'm going to use that to get people to or whatever it's really... Okay, that was it. It was just a facet, like a little part of my story and there's so much more that is waiting for me. You know, it's, 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 it's about going beyond. Mm, 100%. Oh my goodness. So in your Beyond Surviving Life, you have really been becoming more and more committed to working with women and becoming a voice of change for women. So we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, I want to hear more about what you're up to in the world these days. Okay, we'll be right back. For survivors of abuse, shame can be one of the most pervasive feelings we carry well after the abuse has ended. As a result of trauma, we come to believe that we are at fault or to blame for what's happened. Then this transforms into a deeply rooted way of being that impacts our sense of self. We come to believe that we are unlovable and then we find ourselves constantly in self-blame, shame, and in derogatory or negative thinking. 
In my Shake Off the Shame Masterclass, you will gain access to my proven process that will help you feel more confident and secure so you can put an end to taking care of everyone but you. You can identify the toxic shame-based beliefs that keep you trapped in a cycle of taking the blame for everything and how to overcome them and learn practical, easy-to-use strategies for how to escape shame and finally love who you are. Go to rachelgrantcoaching.com slash shame dash class to download this MP3 masterclass today. Now back to our show. Welcome back, everyone. So, Helen, tell us a little bit more about the way that you are showing up in the world as a voice for change for women. I want to know all about that. Thank you so much. Um, so, for me, there's this two different aspects. Um, it's the way I show up in the world myself. Uh, what kind of figure of change do I want to be? Uh, and the second is the type of women that I work with, and I also work a lot with men, about the type of women that I work with, what is it that I want to showcase about them? What is it that I want to extract? And, and you know, working with people in all walks of life, what, I've, what kept coming up for women in particular was that they were perceived um, for their appearance, Mm-hmm. And people would put them in a box, you know, yeah. whether that would be, you know, um, ex models or um, CEOs or um, engineer females or even porn stars, you know, it's like, how are you able to be a free woman mm-hmm. in this day and age? And being not apologetically yourself and do what you love and also embrace the fact that you can be you know this yeah like I said free sensual woman that takes care of herself but also that is moving forward and has a business and can have um the conversations and make moves in the world so that's really what I've been um focusing on, on extracting and showing that we are multifaceted and that is so important, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to me, it's the same thing. It's, I don't want to have to hide uh, parts of my personality. I don't want to have to choose between one and another. I don't want to be put in a box. Um, and I want to have open conversation about all types of topics so yeah I would say that's really what I've been uh, focusing on and it's been taking me so much time to you know find a content strategy for all this and I'm still refining it and and um, reflecting on it all the time you know constantly yeah yeah thank you one thing that I'm I'm really touched by that you said there is just the ways in which women become very kind of boxed in and pigeonholed and being your own advocate becomes so, so important, whether it's in a personal relationship, a friendship, in a work environment, 
what are some of the maybe tools or strategies or some of the things that you've come to know that, that really help you the most that you like to share with other women when it comes to being exactly that, having their own voice, being an advocate for themselves? What are some of the things they need to know or do in order to really excel at that? Right. Um, I would say a big one that I have learned and also that I have discussed with other um, interviewees um, who have experienced the same thing is that sometimes people have um, expectations of you when they first meet you. They haven't even talked to you, mm-hmm. but they're going to make their own idea of you. And what you have to remember is that this happens to everyone and it's only their perspective their perspective is their own filters that they see life through. So whatever they expect from you is only their own imagination. It's their own reality doesn't define you. And um, if you come across, let's say you're at a networking event and you come across a man who's, and you start having a conversation and all of a sudden they say, um, oh, I didn't expect you to have this conversation anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Things like that. Um, Don't let this stop you or don't let this, uh, you know, take off um, Mm. your chair. Just remember that this person has maybe unfortunately not had that many you know, uh, interesting interactions with women or he hasn't let himself do that. And so it's only about his experience. And even if it doesn't sound like a compliment, in a way, it comes from a place where the person wants to express um, their emotions. And maybe it's, it's not fully expressed the right way, but um it's don't judge yourself that's what I'm saying don't judge yourself don't try to change anything about you because you are perfect as it is um and I think it's about teaching men sometimes like teaching others that yes um you can you can do anything and and Sometimes the experience doesn't reflect who the person is inside, but the only way to know is by mm. getting to know them, you know, mm. and that's the case with everyone. Yeah. Um, so I would say, yeah, just like never, never question yourself in that way and maybe laugh at it. Like, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's funny now. I'm right. like, oh, right. well, you know. You have no idea. Approach to say, you know, what I hear you saying is that in some ways it's about giving somebody the benefit of the doubt. And maybe it's what happens next. You know, I think that oftentimes if we get immediately offended and then therefore we shut down and we shut down the communication and we shut the person out, then we have also shut out any opportunity to help them expand and grow and basically break out of the stereotyping that they just fell into. But if we can kind of bypass our ego a little bit and get curious with that person and maybe start a conversation that evolves their perspective, that evolves their understanding, 
Um, and there's evidence that they're open to this, right? If you if you don't see any of that happening, then, you know, for sure, walk away. But yeah. I think there's something very powerful that when you are in your own voice, when you are strong in who you are, that people can say things and it can kind of land as like, what? Like, <laughs> one, one thing that just comes to mind for me is this moment um, the other day where I, you know, posted something um, about an upcoming program and uh, one of the comments was, anybody who earns money doing this work is evil. And I was like, whoa, wow, that is so fascinating. Like that's so wrapped up in their own judgment, yeah. their own yeah. preconceptions about, you know, all sorts of things like money and help and support. And I, you know, took it offline with that person. We had a dialogue um, you know, via messenger. And it was really fascinating to see like how her perspective evolved and changed, you know, yeah. by way of my engaging rather than getting kind of, uh, you know, re upset about it or <laughs> shutting it down. So yeah, and you're finding that this is a, a skill that you want to support women in having because we're running into this all of the time, right? We run time. It's really frustrating, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, exhausting to have to explain it but at the same time I realized that depending on the circles that I uh, um, gravitate mm -hmm. you know towards uh, perceptions are very different because I can talk to other men that are going to be like so what like it's everything's normal and everything's fine it's it really depends on the person's background yeah and um, where they're coming from and what their past has been like mm -hmm. with women, you know? And yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a big one, but that's, I would say it's not even just a problem for women, for women that we mm -hmm. are being uh, put in boxes because oh. I've talked about it. So for instance, with um, a friend several days ago who, on his social media is all about making money, like spending time on yachts and, you know, like popping champagne and all this. And you want to put in maybe in a box where it's like, okay, this man is superficial. But actually when you have a conversation with him, you realize he's learned so much about life and he's using that to attract people that don't know better to then teach them that this is not it. Like, this mm -hmm. is not the goal. And he has learned it the hard way. But um, the the only way to, how, how to say, like, he still lives that life and he still showcases mm -hmm. that, but he knows there's so much more. And only his closest friends know who he really, are, he really is. Yeah. And then you have, for example, this other girl, a friend of mine, she's from China and she's... Um, um, she considers herself as a man, you know, so um, I could actually say he, mm -hmm. uh, he has a short hair, you know, street style and everything. Uh, he's um, short in size, but the most talented videographer, filmmaker that I have ever mm -hmm. seen ever in my life. And so he was explaining that when he meets clients, they're like, who's this little kid? Like, I'm not even oh, going to talk to right. him. Like, no, no, respect. Yeah. no respect. And he, he's like, 
used to that now. So he plays with that and actually uses it to then surprise them with the quality of his work Mm -hmm. because they have zero expectation and then he's showing up, like doing the best work that he can. And then people have mad after that, right? Like I'm not gonna say anything about this guy, right? Um, Right. Like it's just a part of what it is. Like there's no need to like try to like get mad at it. It's just, it's completely fine. What matters is the work and your work speaks for itself. And also your behavior in life in general is like, how do you show up in the world and that's what matters and everybody's going to look at you in a different way. Yeah. But um, how do you look at yourself? How much do you love yourself? How much do you love what you do and what you achieve? And that's, that's the most important. Yeah. Cheers to that, Ellen. You know, I think that there's something to be said for getting to a place in your life where people's opinions of you matter less and less and less. Maybe there's an inner circle of people who you pay a little bit closer attention to, to their feedback and they help you stay on course. But ultimately everybody's, everybody's going to have an opinion. Everybody's going to have an opinion, right? I've been doing this for, you know, I'm wrapping up my 14th year um, as a sexual abuse recovery coach. And over those years, I've gotten hate mail. I've gotten all sorts of things. And it's exactly what you say, like being able to stay and stand in your own power and really in the knowledge of your own worth and your own value and the integrity of what you're doing. And if you can do that, then the naysayers or the things that come at you from other directions won't land as much. The other thing that I'm really connecting to you from what you just shared is how important it is that we do continue to try to cultivate our capacity to see past our prejudices, to see past our initial gut reactions to people And that ultimately really trying to see who the person is, um, get to the heart um, of the person and the spirit of who they are and, um, and trying to connect with that. But we first have to do that for ourselves and then we can do that for others. Yeah. And actually the way that I call it now um, in my interaction sometimes is that I undress people's souls and for me, so important. <laughs> yes, undress your soul. Like all the conditioning and all the anything that is unnecessary, like everything that's ego-based, I don't care. I want to get to know someone mm-hmm. for who they truly are and um yeah, for me, it's the most beautiful way to mm-hmm. connect with someone. Yeah. So I love it. <laughs> As you think about people who are listening, who are maybe thinking that they, they want to take a next step and start a journey like Beyond Surviving or even any other, you know, reach out for any other type of support. And, but they're feeling afraid. They're feeling unsure about that. What would you like yeah. to say to somebody in that place in their journey? Um, for me, what I would say is that the biggest fear you should have is to remain in a situation where you feel stuck. And, um, it is scary to face your demons in a way. It is scary to look, um, at what's going on inside of you. Uh, it is 
scared to look at things that are not working out in your life. Um, you don't have to look that much into the past. The past is the past. You don't have to start shaking that up. Um, but what matters is your life now and your life tomorrow. And if you feel that something is not functioning and repeating itself in a cycle um, and is not fulfilling for you, then you have to break that one way or another. And the thing is that if you don't seek help when you start noticing that, you'll see that life is going to throw more and more challenges at you and shake you. Um, up to a point where sometimes it's going to shake you really hard until you finally make a decision to change. And I'm saying this because I have interviewed in hundreds of people that have had this sort of aha moment, uh, this awakening where they decide to take a new direction in life. So seek any help that you can. Um, I, I really love to work with you, Rachel, because you speak from a place of um, um, credibility and authority and, and love, you know, like, and you have dedicated your life so far to helping other women and men and how beautiful is that, you know? Um, so you have a lot of empathy and understanding, you know, all the tools and it's like a shortcut for people. Um, Cause sometimes you spend your whole life trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I don't know if you believe in this, but sometimes several lives doing that and uh, I'm, all, <laughs> I'm all about breaking patterns uh, for your own benefit so um, I definitely recommend um, any possible way to do that yeah thank you so much it was such an honor to walk alongside you in your healing journey Ellen the one I see in you is powerful embodied sexy, intelligent, imaginative, creative, empowered world changer. And it is such a joy to see you continuing to thrive and go out into the world and do such really beautiful things. Thank you so much for being here today and for being my guest. Thank you. It's all my pleasure. Thank you so much. Much love. Much love to you. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today and for listening. Don't forget to visit rachelgrantcoaching.com to learn more about sexual abuse recovery coaching and explore the other resources available on the site. If you'd like to make a donation in support of the podcast, go to bit.ly slash donation. All contributions will be applied towards funding scholarships, the running of donation-based and free programs, and making sure that those reaching out for support get what they need. And please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. We have so much more to share. So come back next time. And until then, take really good care of you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.